Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. In 1999, the kind of clink of the milk bottles on the doorstep was no more. Now, I'm reading an article here from 1999, right? Okay, and I did have a little bit of audio there that I wanted to play for you. Now, I'm going to do that in a second, right, for more T News. But let me just read this article and pretend it was 1999, right? The clink of the milk bottles on the doorstep will be no more as Premier Dairies, the last company, is switching over to cartons. There was a time when milk bottles could be found on the doorstep of almost every house all across the country, Ireland and Northern Ireland, and the milk carton has slowly replaced the bottle and in many areas in recent years. This is according to, by the way, this is 1999. And in what the consumer wants, says the company, uh, but the uh, environmentalists don't agree. Trevor Sargent, at the time of the Green Party, maintained that the continued use of the glass bottles would reduce waste and would also be in line with the European Waste Packaging Directive at the time, which Ireland had signed up to. But it's 100 years since they first became popular in both Northern Ireland and Ireland, the milk bottle. But now it's back in all its glory. Farms across Northern Ireland are gearing up to meet customer demand, installing farm fresh milk vending machines that serve the public directly. So what I wanted to talk about today, by the way, in general, was things that we had in the past that were probably a good thing, but they're gone and we don't see them anymore. We were talking about some of those things earlier on, like the dry cleaners coming around your house, the rag and bone man, the chimney sweep, the bread man, the fish man, the coal man, games on the road that you used to play as adults with kids, and of course, the milk bottle. Now, on this particular farm, by the way, Harry Turtle in Malisle in County Down said he tried the vending system as an experiment at Millview Farm. And now the demand is so high, he's going to order a second one. Now, on the line is uh, Paul Turtle, who's, I should say Hall Turtle, who is his son. Uh, Good afternoon to you, Hall. Hello. Nice to talk to you. How are you keeping today? I'm good, I'm good, thanks. Okay, so when did the idea of bringing the milk bottle back again, and I, I saw the little picture of your milk bottles, which are kind of have a, a screw top on it rather than the old tin foil top. Um, when, did the, when did the idea come back to you? Well, I saw it a bit in the, in the press, the farming press across in uh, the mainland, and they, uh, they started introducing these vending machines, and, and uh, we... I sort of thought that would be a good idea. We'd get back into using the glass bottle yeah. because of the environmental thing about it, you know. Of because course, it's a logical thing to do, yeah. yeah. Everybody's having problems. It's all these plastic cartons and, and our blue bins are full of plastic cartons and stuff. So it, yeah. it seemed like the right thing to do, you know. And, and I got in touch with a wee marketing company and they were really excited about it, you know, and, and seen it as something that... That should be rolled out, you know, so... Right, okay, so so the way it works, I'm assuming, is you don't deliver to people's doors. Although, by the way, the milkman does still exist. He brings cartons to people's doors nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, but so you decided... So did you have to buy in the bottles first, initially? Yes, that's right. We buy in the bottles with our branding on it, and then people buy their uh, bottle in the uh, the vending machine beside the milk. Okay. So then they buy the reusable bottle, and then they take it to the vending machine beside it and fill it with fresh milk from the farm. Okay, and, and then when they get and home... And they reuse it. They clean it in their dishwasher, essentially. Yes, they clean it and bring it back and refill it at the at the vending machine there. And, so and they, what, what does it hold? What does the bottle hold? A litre, is it? Or? A litre, a litre, yes. Okay, yes. all right, okay. And they can get skimmed or full fat if they want to? It, skimmed and, and full fat. 
Okay, yeah. and more lately you've been doing milkshakes, which is flavourings. Yeah, in actual fact, we actually did it right from the start. Right, okay. We thought we'd give it a go, and milkshakes yeah. have been a big thing for us, you know. Right, so what do you do, like strawberry and vanilla milk and stuff like that as well? Yeah, banana, chocolate, uh, salted caramel, we've done mint arrow, um, uh-huh. we've done like a cream egg type thing for Easter. Um, yeah, great idea. Kids would love that. Experimenting a wee bit yeah. with different different flavours. Yeah, yeah that'll so keep the dentist busy. Yeah, it keeps the dentist yeah. busy as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but exactly, whenever you see all the amount of syrup that's in the bottom of the bottle, it's, it's pretty good because the kids are getting quite a lot of, you know, the wholesome milk. Of, of and, course. And a small amount, and they know exactly what the percentage is. <laughs> yeah. You know, whereas whenever you buy something that's ready made up inside a carton or whatever. You don't even know if there's milk sugar. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. And, okay, so, and I'm looking at the pictures here in the paper, okay, in the Belfast Live, and there's queues of people. I mean, I, yeah. you wouldn't believe it unless you saw it yourself. So there's queues of people waiting to get their fresh milk every morning. Yeah. Yeah, we've been as, as shocked as anybody. <laughs> you know, so, so you've ordered well, another machine now, have you? Yeah, yeah, well... <laughs> Saturdays and Sundays have been very, very busy, and and we've had a lot of queuing. So to try and get, you know, get on top of the queue, we thought, well, maybe invest in a bigger machine. The other side of that is probably for our own convenience that we can fill the two machines, and it gives you a bit of peace for a while. Whereas mm. at the minute we keep refilling the smaller machine, you know. So. By the way, for the for those of us who know nothing about farming and cows and everything else. What is the process involved? The milk comes out of the cow, obviously, right? And yeah. okay. And then what happens to the milk after that? Before it gets into the bottle, where I mean, it obviously has to be, um, I suppose, pasteurized and stuff like that, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's chilled. It's chilled down till about four degrees, and then it's uh, piped across to the pasteurizer, and it it pasteurizes at uh, seventy-two degrees, and then it brings it down again, then back to the four degrees. So and that, and the purpose of that is to kill any bacteria or anything? To kill the bacteria, yeah. yeah, yeah. okay. And so, they use ultraviolet uh, light for that process, is that what it is? No, it's just a high temperature. High, just high temperature, high okay. temperature. So essentially you're boiling the milk and then cooling it down again? Yeah. All right, okay, and that gets rid of it. So, and off it goes. Now, can you ever see a day, by the way, where you're going to have milkmen coming to you with their floats and filling up and, mm. and delivering it door to door again? Can you ever see that happening? Well, we have, we have actually been approached by different people about delivering and stuff so that's something that we'll we'll maybe look at in the future you know so that's yeah. I think I think it is because you, know, you miss it, really... you know that. You re- I, I remember as a kid when you'd go down the stairs in the morning. If you got down before your mother, you get down the stairs and the two bottles of milk would be at the doorstep, clink clink. You'd hear, you'd actually hear the milkman at six o'clock in the morning with his trays of milk uh, on his electric milk float. I don't know why they were always electric milk float. Maybe that's so it wouldn't wake us up in the mornings. Uh, and you'd, you'd take the bottle and you'd sip the top of it because the cream was always on the top. Do you remember that? Yeah. There was yeah. a little drop of cream on the top of it. I mean, I don't know what, how that worked. I mean, was that intentional, that they, the, or was it the cream would just rise to the well, top? It just, you see, nowadays in the main dairies, they would homogenise the milk, which spreads the fat particles throughout the milk, whereas in, in the smaller micro dairies, they, they, the milk isn't homogenised, so it naturally separates. Right, OK. So it, uh, you'll see the fat on the top, so... And semi-skimmed, it's less than it is a whole, but uh, you just give it a shake. But it, it it gives you that creamy taste as well, you know, so it's, yeah. uh, but people love it, you know. 
All right, well, look, it's great to hear, and I appreciate you coming on the air and sharing your story with us, and continued success, by the way, with the milk. I hope I hope they continue to buy it off the farm. <laughs> so do we. <laughs> All right, listen, thanks very much indeed, Hall, and I appreciate That's you coming it. on the air. Thank you. All right, there you go. There, there's Hall. And it's Hall Turtle from Malile in County Down. And I'm, by the way, other people have told me he's in Millview Farm, by the way, in County Down. I'm suggesting you go all the way to County Down to get your milk. But other people have told us that they are doing it around Ireland. We're getting a few texts in from people who are saying they're still doing it around Ireland. But the question I wanted to ask you was, not so much just about milk, by the way. And it'd be nice to hear your stories, by the way, in relation to milk. And if you think it should be back on the doorstep again uh, in bottles. If you're a milkman, I'd love to hear from you, by the way. I know Colin texts the show every now and again. Colin's a milkman. Uh, but what other things would you like to see back? And I don't want you to text us at 87 8 What about the bread man? Does, does the bread man still come around? Does anybody have a bread man? Or the people who come around doing your dry cleaning? Or the, the ice cream floats that you used to have on a Sunday? Do you remember the ice cream floats you used to have on a Sunday? And people used to make desserts in those days. They don't really do that anymore because we used to have Angel Delight and stuff like that. Uh, the milkman, the video man used to call it the door, the rag and bone man, the coal man. These are all, uh, by the way, and I know this is very sexist because I'm saying man all the time because they were all primarily men at the time. They weren't women that were doing it. Maybe women do it now, by the way. Well, as part of the waste packaging directive, which Ireland has signed up to, we are obliged to reduce the amount of waste we are creating. And a glass bottle, which can be used between 8 and 12 times after it's been washed out, is much more efficient in that way than using disposable cartons or plastic, which is, seems to be the way the trend is going. While Premier Dairies claim that the changeover to cardboard is consumer-driven, the cost of producing milk bottles may have played a part in that decision. There you go, that was Trevor Sargent from the Greens, by the way, in 1999, when Premier Dairies rolled out the last delivery of milk bottles. Hmm, maybe now when we look back in hindsight, it probably wasn't the best idea in the world at all, because now, as Hall rightly said, your blue bin is full of two litre cartons, and they have to go somewhere. You think about this logically, right? There's five million people in the country. If each family, for example, had, you know, two two litre bottles or a litre bottle uh, every day, Think about the amount of cartons and the amount of waste that's going. And hopefully most of it is recyclable, but some of it isn't. And even, you know, if we go back to the days of the bottles, as you heard mentioned there, they would get eight or more uses out of one bottle. So they would take the bottles back in. They would wash them in boiling water. They would go along. I remember you've seen the, the videos of them on a conveyor belt going along on these kind of things. And they would spray hot water into them, boiling water, to clean them out again. And then they would be refilled, put back on your doorstep the next morning again. Not obviously the same bottles. But I'm just saying, you would get your bottle from Premier Dairies. And I remember Avonmore. Was it Avonmore were the first to come along with the cartons? And then Premier were the last ones to change over to, to cartons and not bottles. And even school used to get the bottles of milk. But I mean, tell me about the things that you miss. Maybe it is the milk bottle being left in the, uh, in the morning. And the birds during the summer, of course, would take the milk off the top because they would stick their little beaks through the tinfoil. Let me know. The number is 087 What do you miss? The door-to-door sellers. Bernie, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Bernie? I'm grand, Niall. How are you? Good. Bernie, I miss the milk bottles. Niall, I am one of 12. A crate of milk was delivered every morning by Premier Dairies. And it was amazing. You had to fight the crows because they would take the lids off in the summer. You had to drink the, the, cra- the cream. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was amazing. I just think it was the best. I don't know why they never, they never changed from that. I thought it was a very efficient, uh, eco-friendly um, way to do things. To reuse the bottles again. Yes, of course. It's yeah, logical, isn't it? Food. 
Yeah, the fruit and veg man come to your door, you only bought what you needed. The coal man came, you only bought what you wanted. Everything was... The bread man. Because we'd, yeah, we didn't. We, we got a tray of bread, you know, and it wasn't until we got a freezer years later that we were able to go to a bakery and buy the bread wholesale, do you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of the 12, when you said there's 12 years in the family and you got a crate of milk and a tray of bread. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and do you remember the turnovers? Yeah, well, we couldn't afford, but they didn't go far in the 12 family. So, you know, <laughs> My mother used to send me out when the bread man would come onto the road. She'd send me out to get the, the tray of turnovers, or not a tray, to get the turnover. But when I was coming back into the house, I'd always rob the little bit of doughy bread on the, in the middle. on the top. Oh, my yeah. God, that was delicious. Yeah, I did. And um, the back bread. The other thing was broken biscuits. I thought they were a great incentive. Oh, bre- broken well, biscuits, yeah. Uh, you know, they were great. You could go up the shop and buy a half pound of broken biscuits. And sure, they were the same as the ones. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the discontinued lines of chocolate. You know the way uh, Cadbury's or well, the Round Trees used to sell, sell those? You could buy a mixed bag of Round Trees chocolate. Yeah, my friend used to work in Cadbury's. And he used to get, like, you know, the seconds. So that, yeah. now, there, there was nothing wrong with them. They were just badly made. So they mightn't have the name Cadbury's printed on them properly. Or... Oh, did you mind? Did you mind? No, I didn't care. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. Not me either. They were like, like broken said, bits of caramel bars and stuff like that all oh, in a bag. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, penny, I mean, the penny trigger bars. And you could buy a, a nice cre- wafer, you know, if you had money for a penny or five yeah. pence or whatever they were. You didn't open the, you know, you, they opened that for you and they, they gave you, I, mean, I think it was ten wafers out of one block or something. Yeah. But the thing yeah, about it is, nowadays, they won't, because of health and safety, they're not allowed to do any of that stuff anymore they're now. They're gone crap. I mean, the bread man gave you the whatever bread, you, you know, you could pick it, you could pick your, this, you know, the stuff that wasn't maybe the freshest, yeah. if you hadn't enough. There's plenty. I mean, nobody worries about health and safety. We're all fine. Yeah, we're all alive. You know? Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I didn't die from it. I'm still alive and well, like, you know. Oh, the fish man. Tara was in earlier on. The, the, the guy used to come around with the trays in the back of his truck, like with ice on it, and he'd have fish in it. Yeah, the egg man. The egg, the egg man. Why? There all these men that were going around delivering things to people's doors. There was no women, by the way. Well, it it's all men. Yeah, and it really worked. And I mean, as well as that, we were able to talk to our neighbours. Neighbours were out chatting on the road. Yeah. Look at each other. You know, you know, if your child had a rash or something, you'd be saying, "What do you think that might be?" Oh, geez, when I tell you, I put this on, I try that. It was great, valuable, invaluable information passed around. What about the Rag and Bone Man? Do you remember the Rag and Bone Man? Yeah, we had him with the, he was a horse and cart job. Yeah, yeah. And then you bring him out some clothes and he'd he'd swap it. The kids would all bring clothes to him. I remember one time one of the guns that fired off them, what were those? The the, Spud gun. The drum tape. Remember, you know, the other one, you'd have to fill it up with the uh, caps. Oh, right, yeah, the caps, yeah. I remember buying caps. You'd buy a roll of caps and you'd put the caps in the gun. And you had it days playing out there. Yeah, but you're not allowed to do that. Or do you you remember you'd buy the roll of caps and you'd go out onto the road and you'd get a rock. and you'd you'd bang them off. And you'd be banging them off on a rock at the side of the road, yeah. Oh, well, I have no deafness. I have no sense of hearing loss. No, or you know, the other thing we used to do was we used to buy the caps and then we'd lift up the shore. And you'd put them under the sh- uh, on the on the edge, and you'd let the shore fall on them. 
Oh, that was brilliant. I never thought that. Nowadays, if you were caught doing that, should they be, would they be reporting you? You'd be in the mouth, Joy. Yeah. Oh, anything you're doing now, you'd be in the joy. Stay there for a second, Bernie, because Annette, you're oh, Ireland's class of kids. How are you doing, Annette? Hello, Nile. Uh, what you're talking about is alien to me. I don't miss any of that because I never had it. <laughs> oh, you never had that, did you not? No. No, so we grew up in a small farm in North Clare and uh, life was wonderful. So free. <coughs> Doors never locked. Raw milk. We yeah, raw, straight house. out of the cow. That's right. And uh, many a game we had, if we weren't caught, as my brothers and myself, of seeing who could fire the milk the furthest away from the cow. <laughs> <laughs> Square to get straight out of his udders. Like. Absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, but here's the thing. Is, is it safe to drink a net straight out of the udders? It's not really it, safe, is it? It is if you grow up with it. Oh, right, okay. Because we built up our own immunity. And I remember when I moved to the city of Shum, as they call it. Yeah. Uh, I remember asking the doctor, was the raw milk safe for them? And he said, no. No, it's not. And he said, I'll explain why. He said, with what you were reared on, you built up your own immunity. But children who haven't grown up with that, don't give it. Yeah, because it has to be pasteurised because to take it back to here. pasteurised. But yeah. there's no taste like it. And we had our own pig meat. We killed our own pig and you'll never get bacon to buy it the same as it. Wait, honestly, I couldn't do that. The poor pig. Oh, you wouldn't see the killing of the pig. But you went around to the neighbours and you knew which house to go with the pork steak, the free pork steak. Right, okay. So, and, the, and your own eggs as well, of course, straight out of the, out of the hen's arse. <laughs> or whatever you waited, it is. <laughs> you waited for the, the hen to crow. Because yeah. uh, sometimes the magpie would be there before you'd take it. Oh, right, he'd take the eggs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so when you lived in rural Ireland, you wouldn't have these people like the bread man coming to your door like? No, we made all our own. So you made your own bread? Yeah. See, Bernie, there's the life, Bernie, huh? Yeah, but they had the travelling shop, because I used to say my grandmother in We didn't, in we didn't have any travelling shop. Oh, she had the travel. I thought it was a magic. And every Wednesday, he'd stand out and no, he'd have the tea. No, and the, no. the, the, the had in May, well, where, where I used to go on holiday. But yeah, like... What's I a travelling shop? What's the travelling shop? The travelling shop was where they would come around. Uh, oh, you're breaking up, Bernie. Move your head. You're, you're breaking up. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, go on, go on. So, yeah, go ahead. Um, the travelling shop. Now? Yeah, go back to the travelling shop. The travelling shop had, it came around every Wednesday or Thursday. It would be a big blue bag into the garden and he would have tea, sugar... Bread, uh, butter, all from the say the biggest shop in the in the town at the time. Right, and you'd okay. Travel around and you'd buy your stuff. You could buy sweets, detergent, hair shampoo, and all those small basics that they needed for people who didn't travel into. Ah, the, but into people the, who lived on farms didn't need that. They didn't wash themselves anyway. So. They did. Oh, <laughs> so we, just because we had water and a jack doesn't mean they didn't want to be single. They just jump into the old pond to be grand. <laughs> my, my, just rub themselves down. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I will tell you one thing. We never had a, a doctor. We had no problems. No. And how so would you wash yourself? What? Where would you? Would you? Did you have running water? Bog water. Where bog water? <laughs> I'm only joking now. Bog water is lovely to wash in. But and what would you ever? Would you jump into the bog water? I know. I, we didn't do it now, but I know people who did. But uh, uh, you had your own water that you, uh, you know, that you had in the tank. Right, and okay. The water, the water was lovely to wash in because my hair was never as good as it used to be in Clare. Right, okay. And and by the way, did you sell the milk as well then from the cows? So, yeah. We did to the creamery. To the creamery, yeah, the local creamery. So you'd sell yeah, it in churns. Uh, in cans, in, in milk cans. Yeah, milk churns. And, 
it was collect. No, there weren't churns now. Oh, right. But we, we made our own butter with the with the cream churn by whipping it up. And right. buttermilk, buttermilk I loved. Right, okay. So you made your own butter. You made your own... Uh, you had your own wheat, obviously, to make your own bread. Uh, well, no, my mother bought the flour. She bought the... Oh, she bought the flour. Okay, she did, she did. all right, she okay. Did. We didn't have our own wheat. Right. But my mum my was absolutely fantastic with the home cooking and the home... Uh, and would you have like a Sunday dinner, uh, like with a chicken? Oh, we would. We always had chicken on Sunday dinner. Our and was he was he straight out of the field? It was, and uh, my job on a Saturday was plucking that chicken. So, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, so you you had to behead him and pluck him, the poor little I fella. I behead him. No, 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 no. My mother was great at that. I didn't thought. Oh, your mother would do that. She'd behead him. Yeah, oh, and I would. Uh, <laughs> what? You all right, like, Bernie? You feeling a bit weak now? <laughs> <laughs> no, she would draw. She would Fair juice to them. Fair juice. She would, she would stretch the net. There was never a cut on the chicken. Ah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> There's more information, there. There's more that, information yeah, than we yeah, needed. <laughs> yeah. I, I texted in asking, uh, saying, a bone of contention with a, this lovely husband of mine. He was uh, ranting and raving all week because you can't buy a pellet of briquettes anymore and we depend on the briquettes for heating the house. And you buy these imported compressed sawdust, whatever stick I know, yeah, the ones in the packet, yeah, yeah, I know the yeah. ones, yeah. Wrapped in plastic and imported from Holland. How can that be good for the environment in comparison to our pellets of turf that uh, had no plastic wrapped around it and no air travel? Yeah, I know, that, see, I know now, can you, you can't buy, can you buy the paper cats anymore? Uh, you can buy the odd one here and there depending on the place you are. I used to see them outside the garages all the time, you know, the tray. You don't see them anymore. They're not producing them anymore from 2020. Okay, so uh, pardon my complete and utter ignorance because I haven't had an open fire uh, you know, since I was in my mother's house. Okay, but so... Okay, so what do you... You burn coal, so it's smokeless coal, okay? We never burn coal, never. Okay, so you had the pea briquettes, okay. So... What are they doing in the bog now? What I mean, are they still taking the the the, the peat out of the bog? No, because there's no one to sell it to anymore, is there? No, I they're not. They're not doing it. The green energy has stopped all that. But like, I can't reconcile myself to the green energy that they were using in comparison to what's imported from Holland. And and what's the reason? I mean, help me out here. So the stuff that you you're, that's coming in from Holland, I often see it in the bags now, right? It's wrapped in the yeah. bags, right? And it's it, you're right. It looks like compressed sawdust or something. I don't know what the hell. And it, it, does, it lasts about half the time of the Okay, but ha- is it is it more friendly to the environment when it burns or something? Is there less CO two off it, or it, it what's the reason for it? It can't possibly be because it's glued together. But there must be some reason that you're doing it. And it's coated in heavy plastic and it's air mild. Bernie, do you know anything about this? Do you have an open fire? I do have, um, yes, and I burn turf, which I got bought myself a trailer load last year. And I burn wood. And uh, I don't do the prefects because they're very, um, they cause a lot of dust. You know, right, okay. So what's the, what's the reasoning but, behind not being able to buy the peas anymore? Um, I suppose because they're, going, they're, they're getting rid of the board pneumonia is gone, isn't it? That's right, and, yeah. So, I mean, but the stuff that's coming in, that the lady has quite rightly said, is very, very, it's not, it couldn't be right. It couldn't be. Uh, couldn't well, it doesn't be burn as long. Burn. I know I've heard other people no. say that. It doesn't burn for and as long. It, it and it's a lot more expensive Well, it is a yeah. lot more expensive, of course, because you have to import bloody stuff. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't look right and it doesn't smell right or it, you don't know where it's from and what it's made of or its components are. So it's very, un- for us, it's usual. Well, well, by the way, if anybody wants to come on the air and explain that, thank you, NS, and thank you, Bernie. If anyone wants to come on the air and explain all that to me, because I'm completely ignorant to it. 
and I have no understanding of what that's all about and why it's gone now and why we have to import all that. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's something to do with CO2 emissions. Uh, but according to the, the ladies and according, uh, obviously, to Annette, she said it has to be worse because it only burns for half the amount of time and it's held together with glue. It's compressed. It looks like sawdust. I don't know what the hell it is. Uh, OK, by the way, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. By the way, I don't want to focus just on people, cats and milk, by the way. But what other things do you remember from days gone by? The likes of coddle and fizzy drinks and Angel Delight. And by the way, Angel Delight still exists, but we used to have that as a, a kind of treat every Sunday for a dessert. Uh, the milk man coming, the bread man coming, the fish man, Sidona, uh, somebody mentioned, by the way. You can still get Sidona, I think, can you? I know you can't get red lemonade. Oh, you can get red lemonade. You can still get it. Ireland is the only country that still has red lemonade, by the way. We got some exemption to the European laws in relation to that colouring, which has some E number in it, because we have obviously um, a Jemison and Red, Jemmy and Red. And because of that tradition, we were allowed to keep the red lemonade. Uh, the dry cleaners coming around to your door, the video man coming to the door, the rag and bone man, the chimney sweep, the coal man. All those things you remember, by the way, from times gone by. Let me know what it is you miss the most. And by the way, if you're a milkman, I'd like to hear from you. I want to know why we used to have electric floats in those days. Why do we have electric mach- vehicles? Electric vehicles are only something now we're, we're now discussing. But yet, the milkman went around in electric floats for some reason. Getting back to things that we kind of miss from days gone by. Let me go to Rita. Rita, you're an Ireland's classic kid, say you. Hi, Niall. How are you? Good, Rita. I mean, look, we were talking about milk bottles, and I remember the milk bottles well and all the other things that we kind of miss from days gone by. What do you miss? Now, I'm a bit young now for the milk bottles, now, to be fair. Okay, but to I be fair. But I do remember there was this blue van that would come around, blue, big transit van, and in the back of it, he would have all the types of vegetables you could think of. He had the likes of the new juice, strawberry and chocolate, chocolate milk. Right. Oranges, celery you know, you name it. He also had the milk as well and the bread, but he wasn't our milkman. Okay. But we got all the other bits and bobs kind of off of him, and he came around, I think it was like every Wednesday, Thursday morning. Okay. And that I'm looking Wednesday. at my screen. His name was Stan the Man. Stan the Man. Stan the Man in the big blue van. Oh, you knew he was coming around because the blue van, you know, that was, you had your... your your coal vans, you know, you had your milk vans, but you had Stan's van, so you knew Stan was there. Okay, so, and how long ago was this, by the way? Oh, well, I'm 28 now, and it's going back to when I was, you know, probably four or five years old, up until about 10, 11, maybe, because I often just go out with a couple of pounds myself. And how old, was, how old was Stan, the man? Stan himself... I would say would have been early forties. Okay, so he's probably okay. So he's probably still alive. He was an older man, so he's probably still alive. Yeah, yeah. Probably, maybe he has a shop now, and he's just doing a, a I, shop I w- or something. Wouldn't know now, but it was kind of disappointing because it was very handy for like there's a hundred households where I am. And where, so, where, what part of the country was this in? This is the Curra. Okay, out in the Curra. So if Stan the man in the big blue van is listening, or if somebody who knows him is listening, can you reassure us that he's okay and that maybe he's doing well somewhere, maybe he has a shop somewhere and he's just not doing it in a van anymore? And with all the travel not really going on at the moment, he could probably start doing that again. Yeah. Well, see, I mean, it would have been great, actually, during the COVID to have these people going around, but they probably would have been banned from going around, mind you. Yeah. yeah but it would have been great so. because I, I was out about the weekend there and there was ice cream men out doing their bit. They were making a fortune because there was people queuing up to get ice creams and stuff like that as well. So they're, they're, yeah. they seem to be back out again. But in I'm saying too- that, the other things, the rag and you don't remember the rag and bone man, do you? No, I heard you saying that when I was I was in the car listening away and I hadn't 
Haven't yeah. a clue. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm see, 30 years older than you. I'm 58. So I'm not, I'm, I sound fierce old now, don't I? And then you wouldn't remember the video man. Well, you might remember the video man because... You know the, what? When it comes to videos, I only remember going to a, a company that's called Chartbusters. Yeah, remember them. And you'd go and you'd rent out your videos. You know, if you had siblings, you know, your brother picked out one video, you picked out another. There was yeah. a video for your parents. And then obviously get all the sweets there as well. And yeah. it's kind of like similar with Extra Vision as well. But Airbus yeah. is what I remember. But probably my older siblings would remember the video, man. Not so much me yeah, now. Yeah, I remember you used to pick the videos based on the cover. You know what I mean? So based on what the cover looked like, yeah, that kind of looks good. That's kind of still what I do today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looking at the that picture on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember I remember going over uh, and I said, I, okay, I get over, I'll go over and get a good comedy, you know. So I went over and, you know, anything usually with a dog was funny for the kids. So I said, oh, that looks good. Marley and me, what's that all about? That looks really funny. Brought it home. Oh, couldn't have been the worst mistake I ever made in my life. Start sobbing <laughs> the brains out. The dog dies in the end. I hate to ruin it for everybody, but the dog <laughs> dies. And I said, this could be the worst thing I've ever done for the children. Traumatise them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Listen, lovely hearing the memories. If anybody, by the way, knows Stan the Man in the big blue van, uh, who lived obviously somewhere near the Curra, or he was from in and around that area, maybe you could text us in and let us know what he's up to these days. Because now Rita's clearly concerned about him. <laughs> <laughs> Rita, lovely talking to you. Have a great day. You too. Thank See you. Yeah, bye. Stan the Man in the big blue van. If you know him. Let us know. Yeah, I'm just looking here, by the way. People are sending in a text there of a dare farm. By the way, they they do real fresh milk, pasteurised, full fat, whole milk, non-homogenised. I'm looking here. People are sending in their pictures of their nice bottle. The bottle looks lovely, doesn't it? Lovely to see milk back in a bottle again. I'd actually buy it if I actually thought I could get milk in a bottle. I really would. I genuinely buy it because I think it just tastes nicer out of the bottle. Because you don't, don't taste the plastic off the bottle anymore. Niall, you think it was bad when the milk bottles went and you got a carton in our area and I'm going back 40 years or more when the milk bottle went your milk came in a plastic bag and you dropped the plastic bag into a little special jug and cut the corner off the bag and that's what we had god it was terrible yeah there you go. You must be older than me. Mind you, get, milk bottles were around, they've been around for 100 years. They started off in America first, obviously. Um, we've we've kind of had milk bottles for about 100 years. And then they disappeared. The last milk bottles in Ireland were produced by Premier Dairies. Avonmore kind of came along then and Premier Dairies dropped the milk bottle in 1999. We have a micro dairy down here in West Cork called Glown Cross Dairy. And they do uh, their milk deliveries to the supermarkets and nice small shops. And you get your glass bottle with your cream at the top. The large bottles have screw tops and the smaller bottles actually have the tin foil like before. And you wash your bottle in the, wash in the dishwasher and then return it back to the shop and you get a refund. So it just keeps the, the circle going. Thank you very much. Yeah, keeps the circle going. That's the way it is, the circle of life. Let me go to Michelle. Michelle, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Michelle? Hi, Niall, how are you? Good, what do you miss? Well, we used to get the TK man on a Thursday. T- okay, Taylor Keith, was it? Taylor Keith, yeah, and if he came one way, you knew he'd have full load. If he came into the way, we knew they'd be in a different place. Right, okay. So we could only guess what was left over. Okay, yeah, so, because we used to get Taylor Keith cream, was it cream soda? Cream soda, yeah. Oh, and Ciderette was another one. And raspberry. Ciderette, well, that's somebody mentioned, and Cidona. Yeah. And Ciderette. Yeah, Ciderette, but we also got um, raspberry, which was really 
very hard to get. Is, by the way, is Taylor Keats still a thing? It is, isn't it? Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taste the same. There's something missing off it. I'm not too sure. And can you, st- can you still get? You can still get cream soda and ciderette and cider. You can get um, cream soda. I think um, I'm not too sure about the raspberry, and I'm not too sure about ciderette. It doesn't taste the same. There's something going to help. It's probably about four pounds of sugar. See, <laughs> Ireland, by the way, is a bit unusual when it comes to say lemonade, because we're the only country in Europe that sells red lemonade. That's right, yeah. Because yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we got, yeah, the European Union banned it going back a while ago because there was <laughs> e-numbers in it. But because we had a tradition of Jemmy and Red, uh, yeah. they let Ireland keep it. Because I remember going on holidays to Spain, this has gone back a long time ago, mm-hmm. and I remember saying to the, the waiter come over in the restaurant and he said, yeah, you know, uh, what would you like to drink? And I said, can I have red lemonade, please? Yeah, and he went, if you said. Uh, and he went, red lemonade. I said, yeah, red lemonade. And he says, we know, I said, we have Sprite. And I said, yeah, okay, but then give me a Sprite. And then he said to me, and what would you like to eat? I said, I'll have a pork chop, please, and chips. And you know, the smart ass says to me, what colour would you like the chips? I said, oh, I'll. no. <laughs> I think he thought I was being a smart ass. And you the gave the chips, did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Ireland, you, so. yeah, but you do miss, you, you miss those deliveries. I mean, the guys used to come around with the Taylor Keith, the cream soda. And what we used to do at the weekend with the soda was you'd put the ice cream. Yes, if you're lucky to get the ice cream man up to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was sent over on a Sunday morning. My mother used to send me over to get a Neapolitan ice cream, a block of oh, Neapolitan right, yeah. ice cream. Yeah, but not the, not the brown bit. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the Neapolitan <laughs> ice cream. And you can still buy Neapolitan, can't you? Oh, you can, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I like the some bit. Well, we came out, we were from slightly between Kandalkan and Lucan. We were out in the in the sticks a little bit. Yeah. So there was no, um, I'm fairly old, um, but there was no, there's traffic all right, but you wouldn't be driving anywhere. You'd have to cycle everywhere or walk. I know. And the nearest shop was about two miles away. So Everything fun. seemed further away, didn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. And the roads were so windy, they were dangerous as well. Even though there wasn't as much traffic, they were still quite dangerous. Yeah, because I lived in Edenmore and we went on holidays to Lusk. Which is, yeah. <laughs> I live in Swords now. And Lusk is literally a five minute drive from the house. Well, yeah. But in those days, yeah, Swords was like a stop off on the way to Lusk. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been if you had those old roads. You yeah. know, kind of We'd stop off and buy like a, a beach ball in swords or something, you know, our buckets and spades to bring with us. Yeah. Or we'd go to Blessington and we thought it was a day trip, a complete day trip. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. It's, now it's just up the road, like. <laughs> now it's an inconvenience. <laughs> but so it would stay there. I want to go to Mary as well. Mary, how are you doing? You're an Ireland's classic. Hi, kids. Niall. Good afternoon. Nice to talk to you, Mary. Do you still get milk delivered to you, by the way? I do. I still have a milkman delivers me milk. Yeah. Do you? But because, I deliver it in glass bottles. He, he does not deliver in glass bottles. No, I would love it in glass bottles. Oh, you bottles. would love it. I was going to say, yeah. I thought he still delivered it in glass bottles. Because it, it was much, it tastes nicer, didn't it? Yes, yeah, absolutely. And just the whole plastic thing just wrecks me head anyway. I know, yeah. But the only problem you know. is, I, the only difference is nowadays, they put so many preservatives into it that it stays. I mean, it just goes to show you, I mean, you can buy a carton of milk now in your shop and it will last you for a week and a half. That's right, yeah. That's Whereas right. in those days, literally, it could be sour by the afternoon. <laughs> People don't believe that when I tell them that. No, Lit- it is true, yeah. It'll be yeah. literally sour before you take it off the doorstep So on some summer mornings if you weren't careful or you didn't get down in time. My mother used to shout up nice. the stairs, get down and get the milk quick, it'll be sour. <laughs> <laughs> and the yellow cream on the top was delicious. Oh, it was gorgeous if the birds yeah. didn't get it first. That's right, yeah. yeah, yeah. The old foil tops pecked away by the birds. Yeah, and they'd yeah. be sucking the milk out of it. <laughs> Nowadays, health and safety wouldn't let us do that. But go on. Yeah, sorry, go on. And also, like, I remember my grandmother and I just kept the bottles of milk in a bucket of water outside the back door because there wasn't any fridges. (laughs) I had a bucket (laughs) of cold water out the back. We used to do that. We still do that up to a while ago, putting bottles of Coke out in the winter. You just leave them at the back garden. Yeah, safe space. 
yeah. keep it nice and cold out the back garden. That'll do you be yeah. grand. But I, I remember my grandmother, there was a man, a local farmer who collected all the slops. Right. His pigs and all. So we didn't have nasty, smelly brown bins back then, you know. he just collected so all that stuff. He collected the slops. And just for a quick Nylon, because I know you were running short of time, one of my abiding childhood memories is long before there was garden centres with bales of moss peat and all, my father was a garden gardener and we used to go collecting in the old sacks all the horse manure in the local fields and all, you know. <laughs> and that was our day. Yeah, was, that was your fertiliser. That was, yeah, that's what he used to use. Because so you'd go around the fields and collect the horse shite? Yeah, the local <laughs> Yeah. Great day out with me, father. You well, know? you know, and you know what? In those days, we didn't care. There was nothing. I mean, nowadays, your parents wouldn't even let children do that because they'd be afraid they'd catch something off it. Absolutely. It did us no harm. As I said, it was a nice day out. Yeah, we're dad. all still alive. Yeah. Yes, we survived the night. And absolutely. it's a great show. I absolutely love your show. Thanks and very much. it really got me through this horrible year and all. It's great. Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad it did. And thank you very much, Michelle, as well. And thank you, Mary. And um, by the way, somebody else mentions, by the way, the birds were attracted to the shiny top, particularly the magpies. They would steal the shiny bottle tops off the milk. They would because they would use it for their nests because magpies love shiny stuff. They steal it. Okay, keep texting, keep WhatsApping, uh, and let us know, by the way. And thank you to everybody who texts into the show. So many texts, by the way, in today. And uh, we do read them all. We might get to read them out on the air, by the way. Somebody says, Min or Man, uh, with open back lorry, uh, we would shout, Ma'am, Stoney is here. We called him Stony Borks. Big bottles for a fiver. Five, oh, five big bottles for a fiver. Yeah, and people are texting in, by the way, about Stan the Man, with the middle of the blue van. Um, but, like, we didn't get any information as to where he is now, by the way. We need some information. We'll find out for you by tomorrow. We need some information as to where Stan the man with the big blue van out in the car there, where the hell he's gone. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.